Hello guys, it's Sam here with our second ever podcast, and be free to be listening. My first on whole matters will be gun control. In my opinion, heavily, we should not put any barriers in that, because even in the Constitution, it even says in the Constitution that we should not put any barriers on guns, because guns are obviously supposed to be used for the protection of the people and if in case in a rule by the government by the government if you've heard it right they would use that to overthrow the government and reinstate democracy back into system and democrats they want to they remove that they get part of it don't mean because they think oh removing all the weapons means that oh they're going to they gotta prevent it. No. Removing the weapons is making everyone else who doesn't have a weapon. That's just making them weaker and they're just weakening the American people. And so it's not gonna do anything in, in overall. And Trump suggested this and he to have someone, at least in the teacher staff, have a weapon, as in like maybe just a pistol or something, to be at least outside of the campus nearby, so if in case a school shooter came in, they could have someone who could at least react quickly and could take out the threat very fast. And it was made a meme. I saw the meme during middle school, and so I, I first thought, oh, this is not really that smart. But then when I looked at it more, it was actually pretty genius because if you had someone in the school, they could take out the enemy. The enemy coming in shooting. Instead of having the police arrive like 30 minutes later to take out over 20 people, you could have this guy, he could hit like three people, he's already gone down. And that's the great thing for having someone there is that it's going to help prevent deaths and it's going to save lives. But Democrats are continuously saying, no, it's not going to do anything. It's worse to have no gun. Worse than... And they're almost saying it as a... Islamic terrorism is not as bad as not controlling guns. And that's what makes me less and less hopeful for a bright future because I'm seeing how they are just trying to make up reasons. They don't even call it terror, Islamic terrorism, and obviously it is because they're literally fighting for Islam. They're just calling it terrorism because they want to list it because they don't want to be offensive. No. They're literally doing this in the name of jihad. They're not doing this in the name of freaking Christianity, not maybe Judaism. They're doing it in Islam, and they're killing people. And this also brings up another point, is that they also are trying to depict it as a religion of peace. While it is not a religion of peace, it is a religion that literally states that anyone even if you're part of the religion, but you're on a different side, anyone outside of that, they deserve death, they just be killed, they are not worthy of Allah, which is God in the, in the Quran and their religion. And I'm a Protestant, and I believe in tolerance between all religions, but I'm not going to and just let people call me an Islamophobia, just because I don't think Islam is peace. And I would have to obviously convince them. And this, and this is the thing. They don't want to admit it. 
it is not a religion of peace. It has been told by even people that are part of Islam that it is not a religion of peace. That it, that it is a religion bent on terrorism and the ideas of an ask extermination of anyone who doesn't believe in Islam. And Democrats want to continuously protect them from laws and protect them and instead attack Christians who are just trying to tell the truth when they're just trying to say, yeah, why are you blaming us for all this stuff when it's clearly the Muslims who are attacking? And this is why Trump put on the travel ban is because most of more of the terrorists, and I'm not saying most, but I'm saying more of the terrorists that came to America came from those five main countries. They, they came from those five to seven countries. But instead it was called too racist or whatever. It was, he was not even planning for the, the permanent ban. He was just trying to put a temporary ban for six months. Six months, that's only half a year. He could have made a permanent ban, but he put, was going to put a six months. And then people, they're going to just, they're going to just say, oh no, it, it doesn't matter. He's still racist. He's still a narcissist. He's still a bigot. But he's not. He's not a bigot. He's a narcissist. He's a person who knows how, to, he knows the life of an American under a Democrat. He's, he even said before that he had liberal views before turning into a Republican. And now he's trying, and then, like, He's trying, and this also brings on the question, but uh, the question of is is religious tolerance going anywhere? No, it's it's not getting anywhere. I don't really care on the matter. It depends if you're in a private school allowed it, but public school, I don't really care. But the summary of my argument for this first one is that it that Democrats can't constantly protect them protect Islam from the violence they are committing. They cannot just constantly protect. And this moves on to my next subject of immigration. On immigration, I'm very, very for the wall. I am for border security. And I would like to add on during the no tolerance immigration that even Obama did it. Obama did it. And they know that. Obama did it. But no, no one cared. No one cared at all. And this, and he also launched tear gas over 60 times. But no major news network ever reported it. And this is why they're called the mainstream media. It's because they are not reporting things that are democratic, democratic evidence that they are being, Democrats being corrupt, sorry. And this is the thing. They are not, they're just being themselves, they're just being biased, and they're not showing that they are maturing in the sense to be a better network. CNN been constantly saying, "Oh, we're we're not, you know, anything up." Yes, you are. You've been doing this for so long, and you, and you constantly try to say, "Oh, we're such a great network." This is why Fox News is getting more views than you because people are starting to realize that you are not reporting great news, and. This, because you bring up all these subjects, such as the Russian collusion, which never happened, because even Mulder's report mentioned Russian like what five times, but out of that, there was no evidence of any collusion in his report, and so they are just trying to edge on the story of oh, did Trump interfere with Russia? It was just a whole big thing, and 
I am just disappointed in how these how these people are doing it. They're trying to point Trump as a as a secret spy or something like that. They're trying to say, oh, maybe he's the maybe he's the puppet or something. But the truth is, he's not a puppet. He isn't putting sanctions on Russia, and he is even canceled a meeting with Vladimir. And this is proven to Democrats that Trump knows what they're talking about, and he knows, and he's going to show. Oh, I'm not a puppet. I'm for myself, and I'm it's Russia because obviously it's Russia. They've been what, and this also want, and he's also proposed heavy cybersecurity defense because what, Russia has been attacking us in cyber since computers began, and that was like about six, about 50 years ago. A 50-year cyber war has been going since then, and then people say Trump. Why is Trump encouraging cybersecurity? Because Trump, Russia has been attacked, and it. And so I'm just saying, is that, and I want to get back on immigration because I obviously miss I. So I want to get back on immigration. The immigration on the tolerance policy. Trump made a policy that was supposed to kind of tell the parents of Mexico that were heading for the border, if you're heading for the border and you're caught illegally, you're going to. You're going to be sent back, and your children. In my opinion, it's a great way to show Mexican illegal immigrants that future illegal immigrants that Trump is not. He's just going to sit there and watch our country get destroyed by drugs and crime. And I'm not saying all. I want legal immigration. I want legal immigration so much. I. It is great for our economy. It is great for our culture. I think that we need a legal. Illegal immigration, but I'm heavily against illegal immigration, and this leads to dreamers. Dreamers, I'm kind of more. I'm against dreaming. I can. I'm not against the dreamers. I'm more against like the idea of keeping them there as citizens and like and because they're technically still. Yeah, they were child, but they're technically still an illegal immigrant. So that means that they would still at the same time be. Someone that can be deported, and this brings on the caravan too. The caravan, it is not made up of mostly women and children. If you believe that, it is made up of 80% men at least, at least 80% of men, and at least 40% of those men there in that caravan, they're criminals. They're not murderers, but a lot of them are criminals. And so, and then the Democrats want to them as. Poor innocent refugees who are women and children just trying to get freedom. No, they're not. They're cri- a lot of them are criminals, and there's also the cartels that are also watching. The cartels are going to be watching this whole thing go by because they're going to see if Trump's weak, like Obama, and he's going to just let them through it. So then the cartels and the all the drugs and like in the gangs. They're gonna see that they just have to create big caravans and they can get him. And then obviously it's gonna keep happening and happening and happening. And I'm gonna, and it's not gonna ever stop. And so, this is why they need to stop it. It will prove that America is no longer a country that doesn't even fight against tech, against drugs and rapists who come into our country and against MS 13. And then it's like, and then it's like, MS-13, they're 
Yeah, they've been protecting MS-13. They've been talking about how they should be let in to at least be monitored. And and then they attack all these conservatives who are presenting evidence and are peaceful and call them racists and they are just and they're xenophobic and whatever. And this brings me on to another point, is that Democrats, they are protecting illegal immigrants. They are giving them money, and guess what? If you, you know what that welfare is, much of that welfare that you're using your taxpayer money on, that's going to illegal an illegal immigrant in our country. That's going to an immigrant that's not even supposed to be here. He should, he or she, or the child should be able to deport. Instead, they're receiving your money to illegally stay here. And then Denver's about to say, "Oh, what about the judge system?" No. If you go to California and and Republicans try get that immigrant deported, guess what? It's gonna take like four years for them to actually have the whole case. And by then, the illegal immigrant probably left California and it's just gone somewhere. And that is why we need to just immediately either put them on trial or just deport them right then and there. And I am still confuzzled by how Democrats are trying to depict MS-13 in a wider image than ICE. ICE with, and they've also been trying to overhaul ICE. They've been, they've been saying that ICE is too brutal and they're too violent. Oh yeah, you, you think they're too brutal for MS-13? MS-13 is literally a gang bent on violence. They are literally a gang that was made on ideas of violence and drugs. And they're trying to depict ICE as a as a virtual like gang. They're not a gang. They're doing their job and they're trying they're risking their life heavily every single day they're on that border. It's not like they're just standing there doing nothing. No. They're risking their life on that border. They are risking it and they are fighting for Americans who want to actually have a border instead of just have an open border, like Hillary Clinton said during a Brazil we and open borders would, it would one, destroy, it would make the crime rise astronomically. And then it would just destroy our economy due to all the welfare that we have to then expect. Because then they're going to have to raise up taxes on welfare, and then that's going to business and families, and then that's going to hurt the economy, and then it's going to hurt the doubt, and you know, etc., etc. And so, in summary of what I'm saying, is that we have to have a strong position on illegal immigration because if we don't, we're going to be viewed not just American citizens side, but outside. Those countries are going to view us as a weak country and they're going to view us as a country that can't even decide anything. And so, this brings me on to my next subject, which would be the Electoral College. The Electoral College. Stop! Okay, sorry people, I actually had to do something in my family because like, if you heard my brother, they come in and tell me something. But I'm gonna resume back to the Electoral College. The Electoral College was created by the Founding Fathers and it was created for the purpose of giving everyone the representation across the United States. And the Democrats, they want to disgrace it. They want to disgrace it and say that it's unfair and that it is, it should not exist. 
And the founding fathers made that. They made the electoral college for the reason because then people, politicians would only go to the big places and they would only go there and they would only do that. So then they would get all the votes there and so they would get more votes. They wouldn't go to any of the small places. They would never go to any of the small areas. They would just go to every like big city like San Francisco, New York, LA, San Diego, and like that. They would just go to there and they would win because they didn't even try anywhere else. And so, in a sense, it was made to give representation to all the people. It was not made to represent just people, it was just people voting. It was made to represent all the people across the United States who were voting. And then people, and Bernie Sanders, I've heard, is trying to get it removed. If he removes the Electoral College, he would, leave, he would literally be breaking the Constitution. I'm not kidding. He, he literally breaking the Constitution. And then people want to accuse Trump of breaking the Constitution all the time. No, he's not breaking the Constitution. He is doing what the Constitution tells him. And the Constitution said, according with keeping the Electoral College and also with other subjects I've already talked about, he's also, we have to have borders. We got to keep, we can't have anyone interfering with our gun control. And so, I don't, I'm so confuzzled how Democrats want to be the ultimate party and the tolerant party about everything and that they're trying to make everything great when it's just them, when it's just them making all these laws to not obey the constitution and they're trying to always accuse Republicans of corruption when clearly California Democrats and others, they're clearly putting in corruption and they are just doing it plainly and they're not getting blamed for it. But when a Republican like says like what the n-word like once in like 50 years back or something people are so outraged they're so mad oh my god and then when some democrat yells f you you're all rapists oh that's not that doesn't matter it's just another thing it is just another thing in life and that's what i find disgraceful about our country is that Democrats virtually run it, and so they virtually attack anyone. They get, and they call themselves obviously the tolerant party of them all. And they want to say, "We're so tolerant of you. We love everyone." And it's like, "Oh yeah, if you love everyone, why is it that you, all your supporters are throwing rocks at cars all the time? Why? Exactly, they are." And so this is bringing up another subject of which party is actually more violent, has a more violent history, and right now who's more violent. Democrats, many of their members, founded the KKK, and this is the truth. They founded the KKK, but Republicans are still blamed for it, and they didn't support civil and Democrats also didn't support civil rights. They didn't. It was a fact. Many Democrats did not support it, while ma many more Republicans were for civil rights. But Democrats wanted to make you think it was the Republicans out of all. And that's the thing of people like Democrats and globalists who want to make you think that Republicans are the main evil and that Christians and being Christian is bad because you believe in something that you actually shouldn't believe in and that being Islamist or atheist is so much better. This country is founded by Christians. I'm not saying Christians have to be the major religion. No, we are America. We should have no major religion in our country. We should just have it as nothing because it means that we are tolerant to every religion. But we should not be a country 
where we can barely decide anything and we're so divided that we can barely do anything with each other anymore without being called bigots and racists and narcissists. And that's what is one of the disgraces to our country, is that. And I'm just very, very afraid of our future, at least culturally. And so, this, in a sense, will mean to me, and maybe even you, is that it, it will show that our country is not culture together. We are not a union. We haven't been united. I think, the, in my opinion, at least the last time we were united was after 9-11. That was when American people they put away their differences and said to each other, we need to take out Osama bin Laden. He is the main target. We're putting away all of this racist and all these differences in political opinions. We're putting all of that away to defeat terrorists who killed our fellow American citizens and who want and want to kill us and want to keep harming the American people. And I love America so much. I love them. I love everyone in America. I love, and I'm a Christian, so I follow the Bible even. I, and the Bible always talks about how to love thy neighbor and to, even if someone hates you and you hate them politically and like that, you still have to like, you still have to be nice to them like that. And so I try, if I was to meet them, I would always be nice to them. I would try to be a nice person, but my political opinion wouldn't be, but I would obviously still have to try being a great person to them, be a poster, a good guest, whatever. And now this brings me on to my next subject, which is economy, economy. And so I agree with low taxes. I agree with deregulating and this also relates to climate change. Climate change, I believe that there are some changes in climate, it always happens, it happens all the time, but I've been more convinced that climate change fully on is not even happening. Maybe maybe one degree in the last like 50 years, but I don't think it's been like going on. It's not like a very urgent thing because like what, it's raised one degree since what? It's like the 1990s, and so, like, and that's maybe more convinced that it's a whole hoax so that Democrats can tax us. I'm not gonna say that, but it's just made me more and more that they want to enforce because they've been recently saying about, oh, we should put a carbon tax so people don't put it to the atmosphere. And then this is the thing I find very, very hard to believe is that they want to be the party that represents climate change. While half of their biggest people in their party, they own freaking what? It's like six houses, three private jets. And look at Bernie. He's like the such the big advocator for this. And then he's still driving around his carbon-fueled airplane around, just spreading it all across the world. And still trying to say how Republicans are idiots and that they shouldn't even be in politics. And so... This brings me back to the economy. If we, and you've seen this if you looked at the news, Trump has been successful in the economy very well. The Dow's been going up in record highs. No, no president has ever seen this. And unemployment rates now at like 3.8%. And that's not just for overall. Black 
Hispanic and Latino, they're all at all-time lows in unemployment rate. It is, and this also brings back the idea that Trump is a racist. If he's a racist, why is it that he's fighting for black people? He even met with Kanye and wanted to help make Chicago safer. He wanted to make more safe and and he's still called a racist to this day and people are constantly saying, oh, it's un-American. No, it's not. If he's un-American, why is it that he is encouraging Americans to actually have an opinion in politics while you guys are just trying to stereotype minorities and intimidate them? And that's the problem that I find with their argument is that they don't, and is that they don't want you to represent yourself. You, they don't care about your opinion. They think that you're, and this is the thing, Democrats, I'm kind of getting off track, but still, I want to explain this. They think that they, you don't have an opinion in your minority. If you're like Hispanic, or you're black, or you're an Islam, or you're a Muslim, sorry. If you're a Muslim, they would think that you're a Democrat. And it doesn't matter if you think outside the box for at least their standards, they're just gonna think you're a Democrat because you're Muslim, you're a Democrat because you're black, you're a Democrat because you're Hispanic. And that's what I find difficult is that they're considered the tolerant party when they're stereotyping literally everything from their values. They're stereotyping black people and this is one reason why Hillary lost is because she didn't, she didn't go out to voters, she also didn't even try with black people because she just assumed, oh, I'm going to win because every black person's going to vote for me because they're all stupid and if they don't see the politics. No, not every black person voted for you, Hillary. If every black person had voted for you, you would have won that. You would have gotten probably at least 310 electoral votes. But you didn't. You didn't win because you didn't win. You might have had more people vote for you, but you didn't win all the black people in the world because if, in the United States. Because if you did, you would have won the election. It would have been... You would have won the election, Trump would have lost, you would be president right now, and I don't even know what you would have done by now. And so, and that, and let's just get back to economy. I've been off track as I usually start when I ramble and sometimes rant about politics, I sometimes get off track. But Trump has been doing such a successful job at economy, and I'm just astonished. I knew that it was going to help. I always knew that Trump was going to help the economy. I just never thought it was going to be this great. That it, I now finally have a great future in my life that I can finally say to myself, I can make a lot of money in the future because of President Trump. And I really hope that eventually I can meet him because that's my dream. That is literally my dream is to meet President Trump because he was the person who virtually established my political ideologies right now. And so... He's done such a great job, and I thank him, and I thank him very, a lot for it. And so, overall, I don't know I haven't even discussed it that much. We have to keep taxes low to give Mexican people money, because if we get high taxes, we're going to have to trust the government. Yeah, the government that barely knows how to do anything with the money. We have to trust them with lots of money, and guess what? Look at what Obama did with all that money. Oh yeah, he used it for Obamacare because he doesn't care about the American people. He just cares about his legacy. And this is what even his own supporters say. This is what Black is that he cared more about his legacy 
that he cared about the American people themselves. And I find it disgraceful that Obama was just allowed this and no one even opposed him. And I still look at these presidential rankings and he's still in the top 10 presidents. I'm like, how is he a top 10 president? Look at he did in Syria. And this obviously that brings to my next subject is how we deal with like dictators in our world. Syria, look at Syria. It has been in civil war since Assad. Even maybe even before maybe even before Assad. I don't I'm not very sure. But look at the Obama presidency during the Assad. Assad attacked his people with gas attacks. Very horrific. It was very it was very it was a terrible tragedy for the American people. And Obama did nothing. He didn't do anything. He just sat there and watched as the children and the women and the kids, uh, sorry, as the babies and all the men, they just died. He didn't care. He just simply sat there and watched. And I find it so astonishingly evil to see that Democrats want to project, project Obama as a caring president when he could just be the one human being that could just watch hundreds of children be shot and would not even be moved. He would just any and then look at the school shootings. He's so crying and so sad. And then when those are attacks happen, he's just uh whatever. And that's what I find so brutal about him is that this is a this is a reason why that there I forgot what his name was, but he's an author of a book called about something like liberalism find a cure or something like that. And this is what the study found, is that Democrats or people who lean to the left are more likely to be able to sustain this. They are more able to cope with horrible, tra traumatizing things than Republicans. And that's why the book is talking about how liberalism is a disease. It's because clearly there is something wrong with them because if they're tapping, if they're just able to see children and people and women being shot and they're just not moved by it, that there's clearly, there is clearly something wrong with them. There is no doubt there is something wrong with them. And I'm not going to shy away. And I, even if I get into controversy, I don't care if I get into controversy. I'm going to at least show that Americans around this country are done with crap of depicting Obama as such a great president. And he was so good at his policies. When he did nothing in diplomacy, he did nothing with North Korea cyber attack. This he did nothing. He didn't even meet, meet with Kim Jong Un. Who met with Kim Jong Un? Trump. Who stopped China from constantly tariffing our goods and causing us to lose lots of money? Trump. Who who get, went to the GT G20 meeting and finally made Saudi Arabia pay for what they did to the journalist? Trump. And then people want to still accuse me, probably of oh depicting it as a terrible thing. Do you really want us to end a relationship? Because Saudi Arabia, for one thing, they are one of our most important trade alliances. They are one of our most most important trade alliances in our in the United States. They bring it. They get of us a lot of money. So, and then CNN and Washington Post, they want to always say how we should end the entire thing just because of a journalist. One journalist one maybe more but one they want it all over the big alliance 
They don't want any peace. They just want to end it all because of one journalist. That's like me saying, because if I didn't disagree with Obamacare, that means I can just say, I don't like Obamacare. That means it should be removed. Yeah, that's what happened. That's literally what they're saying is that you just have to disagree with one thing and that and you can destroy it all. So that means I can just say, obviously, and then that also brings in, it's say, oh, I don't agree with Democrats putting high taxes. That means it should just be removed immediately. But it never happens because they, they don't agree with it. And so this is gonna probably be like my, my uh, sorry, my last minute pot on my second podcast. This will be my last probably last. Sorry, I get I'm sorry I get I ramble sometimes, but this will be my last minute. And so the summary is, Democrats they don't focus on people, they don't focus on the actual ideologies of everyone. And so I just I'm not trying to convince you. I remember. Be my first podcast. I'm not trying to convince you to switch political ideologies. I'm just trying to give you what I feel about politics and about how I view them. And so, with the end of this second podcast, I hope that you have a great Sunday. I hope that you have a very good rest of the week. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And... Good day.